Welcome to Rice is Rice, a podcast about all things British, East Asian and not. I'm Akina. I'm Kieran. And I'm Connor. And I don't have an accent. <laughs> we did our entire first episode on accents. <laughs> you have a Kieran one here. You have an accent? Shut up. So today's specials are a podcast by Jay Shetty called On Purpose, Years and Years, and The Crown. Cool. I just realized that when you said, oh, I watched The Crown, I was like, really? As if I don't live with you and see you what watching you? it you, all the you, time. You sat next to me, multiple cages, just be like, oh. I think when I'm doing the podcast, I'm like in the mindset to be like, okay, I'm listening to everything, take everything in, <laughs> have a reaction. When we're doing the podcast. You don't, you like, don't know, you haven't seen me I don't know who you are. Yeah, you haven't seen me for ages. <laughs> yeah. But um, for me, the, the specials was literally how we spent most of today, which is watching the series Years and Years. It's like a BBC, it's a BBC HBO, HBO series. Collab. Um, it came out this summer, June 2019. And no, I don't June. know why it didn't get any hype. Yeah, like I it heard, was super slept on. Yeah, I heard of it through actually listening to another podcast called Suggestible when they suggest stuff. But it's and I just I just I liked it because it sounded quite cool. So basically, like I would describe it as, well, what if this is us meets the show This Is Us, yeah, which is like a is family us, drama meets Black Mirror. Yeah, which is like a weird. It's like some. It's like dystopian fiction type of that genre because it takes so it takes place over from twenty nineteen all the way to like probably like 2030 something yeah um it go it goes through years and years yeah Doi. and it's kind of like commenting on technology and uh like politics pop, 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 what's it called pop, pop populism popu- yeah populism um <laughs> and just like emma thompson's in it and she basically plays like a like a nigel faraji donald trump type character whereas like under every man like oh like fuck this shit and like you know does it, it's not like politician-y um, but then she gets like you know higher and higher in office and gets more power um, and it's just I don't know it's just but like it, it just concentrates on this one family yeah um, the lions yeah um, and like all the shit that they go through because of what's happening all over the world like one of them falls in love with someone who's like an illegal immigrant no, he's a refugee Cause they, like oh a, yeah, he's a refugee, like a he's an stuff. asylum seeker and then he gets brought back to Ukraine and then the guy he fell in love with, the like British citizen, like tried to bring him back and it's just heartbreaking because it makes you feel so personal about like immigration, which sometimes when people talk about it and it's like plastered all over the, u- the news, it becomes so impersonal and you kind of get desensitized to it and you don't think about like what these people are actually going through. Um, but yeah, it's a really good show. I really don't get why people. You never heard of it, right? No, this is like the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. it how many episodes are there? There's six. Six. six it's a mini. Would it be classed as a mini series? I think so. Yeah, like it's like a mini. Like an hour episode each. Six episodes, um, and each one they jump uh, a couple of years, um, so you kind of see how this family changes. Um, so they the get first affected by like climate tense. change and stuff like that. Yeah, with the like 
you know, when when um with the with the island, the Chinese island thing. Mm. That whole yeah, the first episode. Can we can you spoil a first episode of a series or is, it doesn't matter as long as you say we're gonna spoil the first okay, episode. Okay, so spoiler alert. So in the first episode, it's like it's kind of like now, you know, like Donald Trump, he's elected for a second term and um the sanctions against China is still a thing and China created this artificial island in the South China Sea. Which is what they're they doing. Do. Um, and then, like, in the last few days of Trump's, Trump in power, he nukes that island. He, like, sends a nuclear warhead to that island and it explodes. Using and, UK's Trident. Yeah, using Trident, which is a collab between, like, UK, France and US. Or, you know, it's a collab between different countries. Um, and it's just, like, everyone thinks the world's going to end. And then... Some of them were like, oh, we all thought the world was the end, but it didn't really. But some of them was like, no, everything since then has been like terrible. You know, like a they call it a pause. It's like what we were in before, like with between like Blair and Obama, I guess. But then again, nine eleven wasn't really. But it was. If you think about before Brexit was a situation, before, before Trump was a thing, um, news was pretty boring. Like nothing really as bad as what's been happening for like 15 since happening. 2001 yeah. to 2016 like, like 15 years yeah it was just like nothing it's like question time is like oh we're talking about collecting bins or whatever you know mm. but i mean what were we talking about the other day like imagine uh what's his name cameron david cameron so david cameron is now the mellow prime minister like he really wasn't that bad compared <laughs> yeah, he's to like, what people it is like now. uh can you remember the days of david cameron like, no one had ever thought that you would have said that, you know? But, I don't know, it's just a very interesting, very deep, um, what do you call it? Series? No, 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 like a, not a voiceover, um, <laughs> a, not a comment? Narrative? Talk, no, when you talk about something. Commentary? Commentary. Uh-huh. A commentary on today's yeah. you know, issues. Yeah, it really that kind of thing really fucks with my mind so it puts things into perspective that it's actually getting worse and worse really recommend it i I cried today (laughs) from watching it because it's like it just because it's so easy to forget about it day to day but like it's all something that you feel like yeah this could happen this is happening okay it's 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 the eighth today, so we have a, a general election in four days time and watching this beforehand it's just like because it's like, this is like, where we are now is like, where it's the beginning of the series. So it's like, oh, and because we have election scenes, like, where's this going to go? It is freaky. It yeah. is freaky. So wait, you know, like when you watch Black Mirror, do you ever feel like you have this deep no. sunken feeling? I don't feel like yeah. that. I can't watch Black Mirror like, like episode after episode. I, I don't feel like that when I watch Black Mirror. We're just in our feelings a lot. <laughs> but I don't know. Why are you giving me face, bro? <laughs> I'm just looking at you thinking like, wow, you have no feelings, bro. Like, No, no, but this one is different. This is like a bit like, oh shit, this is like, I think this is way closer to home than Black Mirror though. Because Black Mirror at least kind of like, just it, and I know it's dystopian fiction and stuff, but it is a bit more detached than years and years. I think earlier Black Mirror episodes yeah. were more I haven't seen like punchy in terms ones. of like, this really could happen now. Stephen in years and years in like the first Black Mirror episode. Uh, I think you so. Play the PM. I don't know. The, pro- no, the pig th- one. No, I don't think that was him. Are you sure? I think it was him. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm really bad with faces. But I know what you mean about Black Mirror. I caught Black Mirror and The Handmaid's Tale. Have you seen that? 
I watched the first episode and I really decided like I cannot, I need to be in a certain headspace to what, like I need to be prepared. I'm going to watch Black Mirror and I'm going to be put into this like dark place and it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't prepare myself, like I really can't get through it. I mm-hmm. feel like. You definitely have to be in a particular mood to watch them sort of dystopian like dystopian fiction. fictions. Because um, yeah, I remember watching White Christmas on netflix what's white christmas um that's the another like black mirror episode which one was that it's when um i know the name yeah i'm just trying to think i think it's based on the technology that um you can block a person and so um when is that the one jodie foster directed with her daughter i don't know yeah there is a daughter who basically can't see yeah because wait no what it's not the one where the mother. It's not. Is it actually Black Mirror? Or it's a Black Mirror esque. No, Black Mirror. It is Black Mirror. So yeah. is it the one with the mother's daughter, and she's like censoring the daughter in real life, so you can't see like stuff like it. Like there's like a scene was like a really angry dog or something, and it was all like blurred out in real life. It's based on that technology, but they push it further by. Oh, it's a different episode. Yeah, they pushed oh. it further. So, um, basically, uh, a couple get together yeah. and then, um, they they split up, and so the mother decides to censor their child from seeing her actual father and so he would always come on christmas by giving her a present but then obviously she wouldn't know who it is um and then it, it, there's just so many twists and turns mm. in that particular white that christmas is new? Um, no. no it's old but yeah, for me personally that was such a mind-boggling episode because it was just one twist after another um but yeah th- like it's depressing watching them sort of yeah movie, um series the one the black mirror episodes that kind of make me think way more is when there's not a definite like you know most of them have like this is good this is bad they they decide whether mm-hmm. this technology is good or bad some episodes are like this is bad but it can still be good like the one we watched recently um the one Anthony Mackie in it well the one with Anthony Mackie in it and like he uses this gadget to play video games with seen his the friend. Star Trek episode. Uh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, but basically, there's like little the like VR discs thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it's VR, but like inside your brain, it brings stuff. you oh. into the game. So it's like full, fully VR, and because like, you can feel everything. Yeah, because of the sensors and whatever. So he does. He basically is like a Street Fighter Tekken like game yeah. that he and his friend used to play when they were like younger in college, and then his friend bought it for him for his birthday, and they're like. Dude, it's VR. You can feel everything. They like start fighting and stuff. Um, and then, spoiler alert, I guess. Spoiler, yeah. <laughs> and then they like start making out and they start having sex in the game as the avatars. But then, but then his friend and like you know it keeps going on because apparently it feels great and he's like, no, I have to stop, man, because like this is wrong. And then this guy's married. Yeah, yeah. Married. I've seen that episode as yeah, well. Yeah. Seen that, episode. that was a yeah, messed yeah. up one it's, as well. It's, but it's like. It's just very interesting because the guy's like, no, bro, it's not even like that because, like, it's like porn, you know, it's just like interactive porn. And it's like, yeah. it's like, I can see that as well. But it's like, what? So many great, I think the bringing up of gray areas is yeah, what Black it, Mirror is really mm-hmm. fun. When it do. makes you think, like, so what is okay? Yeah. Like, nothing is definitively okay and not okay. Um, I like those kind of things. This is completely yeah. opposite to I feel the podcast that you've been listening to. <laughs> yeah Yeah. what what Um, is that so yeah like um there's a 
there's a viral guru guy called Jay Shetty. And I actually remember meeting him uh, one time on a gig um, when we was uh, doing a gig at LSE. Mm. Basically, I was doing a performance um, from my Britain's Got Talent audition and he was ending the whole um, evening with a, with a talk. Mm. And I just remember like meeting him and being like, wow, this guy's really cool. Um, got his like Facebook and stuff. And then suddenly six months afterwards or a year, he's he's viral and he's working mm-hmm. with um i think was it lad's bible or um it's it's always weird to me when lad's guy? bible do these kind of things shetty what's that he, he's an indian guy he's that he's british indian or british, indian, indian? Oh, yeah. british indian guy. so like um yeah i just saw him go viral and he started making videos about um, like wisdom yeah sort of like self-help and stuff um but i particularly like his perspective of uh, using the teachings from him being as a monk mm. and like a i think Buddhist or Hindu um, monk, yeah Buddhist like he, he went on this retreat um and he was there for like three years um learning yeah. um how to be a monk and what i like about his uh his help is it definitely has so much more substance than just um reading a book mm-hmm. like he's really been through certain teachings and i think the way that he um talks about it on his podcasts especially with certain guests is uh is very insightful and i particularly learn new things um, about yourself or like techniques um i think also about yourself like yeah. for example the one particular topic was about the five kind of attachments or relationships that you can have with people or oh is it the whole like languages no thing? it wasn't no? just languages it was oh. it was the fact that what kind of people you attract so particularly um a, like a toxic kind of relationship could be like you attract a person that you would want to baby mm. and oh we know mm. you that know, oh, I, know yeah. <laughs> I know who you're thinking of <laughs> you know and uh you can then sometimes attract someone that is too much like you mm. um uh, and it's so, so okay what do you think for me nikina because you've known well you've I, I definitely know you obviously a lot yeah, more yeah. but you've known Akeen enough for like I think you definitely balance each other well so um, according to him what what is our relationship do you think ooh watch mm, out yeah <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything <laughs> no, 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 bad no no no, no, no you won't say anything bad no but I think you genuinely balance each other really well is that well. like a category like a um, well these are types of attractions that i think um that don't work out mm. and that you should look out for oh, um okay. as opposed to ones that are particularly working um and being able to recognize yeah. it when it happens um one interesting one was like uh the ones that you would particularly see on social media or any media and that you deem that as to be a successful uh relationship so um you might have a certain type in that way but then you find out that oh okay that type isn't actually what you should be going for yeah and i found that really interesting in the sense that wow i've personally been going after a particular type but it's never worked out and that's just because Are you of what, about you particular or is this an example this is just no this is something that he um he said, he said in in the oh, okay. in the podcast and it made me reflect in the sense that oh, okay yeah why am i chasing after that when <laughs> <Okay>. it's not <laughs> is that like 
you mean that as in like a person specifically or no in general like oh, okay. i've always been going after a particular type yeah, and it's yeah. always not worked out and i think now i should really take that as a lesson but then sometimes if you do go after that type and it is good for you then yeah by yeah. all means go go with it it means that you've chosen something that is actually right for you yeah. even though the media is portraying that in a good light i think that's so a like really interesting type of lesson to teach um because it's again so easy to look over there is a reason why you're attracted to certain types of people it comes from like Isn't your childhood and, and, stuff, yeah. and there's a there, there's a psychology to it i suppose Probably. it is good <laughs> to be able to recognize what your pattern is when it comes to i think it's good to yeah. know what you're going to it's like it's good for your brain to understand what you're naturally gonna like go for because that you can't control because it's just like natural but if you can if you understand it logically then you have both sides that you can kind of you know make yeah. a decision on yeah, so just know. just like the you know chemical pheromone side of it mm. do you know yeah. what are you not confused no, no no i'm just thinking because um i've teenage days again i've been through that like it's, it's making me think now like what kind of people did i try to have around me when I was a teenager, um, and I think I fell into the category of like, um, you know, the stereotype that like girls love the bad guy, girls love the guy that kind of treat them. You know, the whole negging yeah. thing. I definitely fell for negging, like the guy that will like kind of treat you a little bit bad, but also give you bits of kindness. It's like, oh, he's like mean, uh, but in a charming way. It seems fucked up though. The culture. It's such. It's such a fucked up thing because well. yeah. we we're teaching like young girls that like boys can be mean to you but still love you and, like, and it's that's good. like their way of showing you they like yeah, you like yeah. what what's the thing on the playground if a boy like pulls your ponytails like that means they fancy you yeah uh, it's a I, very I definitely old hearing thing that. I, I think that's just a was it a push and pull tactic but a boy doesn't know that they're doing that especially yeah. on the playground i think there's no harm in doing that i don't think i don't no, think no, it's no, a boy's fault i think it's the teachers or parents fault like it's bad when they say that just means they like you because i just think the action's wrong i think what's wrong is giving meaning to action like violence is yeah. they like you you know i yeah. think that's the wrong part because violence is like kids are going to be rough and violent to be honest in like play like you know yeah yeah because it's just like grabbing and stuff that's what they are but then my parents are like that just means they really like you you know mm. it's like it's fine then that's the thing that's where the problem starts yeah it's but I, you... I i definitely had crushes and on guys that were like proper mean to me and now i'm thinking like <laughs> why why did i do that why akita and i think yeah at the end of the day it's down to what is portrayed on the media mm -hmm. that we see as yeah that's something we should be going for yeah and um and it's just yeah going back to the podcast like he really dove into depth about that particular kind of attachment that you would find he seems like legit though because you know how, like, how some people speak about this type of stuff they like, seem so fake you know but like mm -hmm. you you generally think like he's like a legit guy and he seems like cool he's not just like doing it for like clout or like yeah you know, the whole like healing crystals and you know that type of world and like he does talk about you know uh business or career driven topics yeah um but again like you said he, he does definitely talk from a particular place um he has this uh way where he'll say a particular statement, back it up with a 
um, research study and then put, maybe give his personal anecdote. So he's PE, re- point yeah. evidence explained. <laughs> what? what we learned from like <laughs> secondary school English. That's, yeah. all, that's basically what he's using. So I think that definitely um, adds uh, more reality and, and just more it grounds of, it yeah, yeah it definitely yeah. grounds what um whatever he's saying and yeah. stuff so yeah that's that's what i've been listening to quite a lot actually that's interesting i think this um when like during the winter i'm such a sucker for like self-help type things and i think during the winter it like it intensifies i don't know why it's a hard time for a lot of people it's hard to follow. It's hard to follow the year is ending and like you start to think about like the rest of the year. Uh, oh, like you want to be like, I want to be ready for next year. Mainly you might focus on like the bad things that happen, the things you want to change. Because I've noticed that now recently. I was in Waterstones the other day and I like was, I felt like a or magnetic any, pull any other, towards any other the self-help section. Perfectly fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm just being even. But I was in Waterstones. Okay. Um, and yeah, I was looking through all the books and there were so many I wanted to buy. Because so many like made me recognize what I'm doing. Like how to fight imposter syndrome. And it's like, that's me. <laughs> Should I buy that? <laughs> I'm such a sucker. I'm like the exact uh, market for that kind of thing. You're like, you're looking for it. I'm like, oh, this must mean yeah. that I need it. Because mm-hmm. it's staring me right in the face. Like, <laughs> really, all there's, these like, books, like, there's like a million me. books but there's just that one it's like oh this must mean that i must get it mm-hmm. you're you're kind of the same though you're always looking for like as i've known you you've always wanted to like um categorize or look for like certain like ways and studies of thoughts yeah like the opposite of me where i'm just like all thoughts are secular individual things you're much more like well, last time we spoke, I was definitely still in that headspace. Yeah. But um, but since you started a job, <laughs> since I've started a job where I'm working seven days, six days a week, um, you're like, Fuck it, it. there's no headspace. Yeah, you're like, Fuck it, I'm knackered. <laughs> yeah, but I really appreciate that though. Like, I maybe may spend one afternoon where I do think, but then I now know that okay, Kieran, you're starting to overthink, mm. and it's good to be introspective, but. I think now I know the the barrier, the the boundary of just being like, yo, you're thinking way too much about yeah. this particular thing, and it. I think I now recognize it as a particular feeling. So when I feel it, I'm like, okay, I should stop. Let me just like do something yearning. else. Like a yearning um, for answer type thing. It's like you, you. I just go way too much into the rabbit hole for what it is. I know what you mean. Yeah. You yeah. know and. You Maybe to... this podcast is good then because it's, it's like it's like in that type of area, but because it's a podcast, it's you're not thinking about it. It's someone else's yeah. voice in your head, so you can't like drift off. Yeah, and I think like even what he says, um, you know, I'll make notes about it, and it's just making me more conscious, but in a good way, not in an overthinking yeah, way. Yeah. Just to be like, mm, you know what, Kieran, you are doing that as a habit. You should really look into that, um, and and just get rid of it. You know, because it doesn't serve you anymore. It's so interesting, like you two, really benefiting from like self help and those type of things. Because that doesn't seem to be your kind of thing. I mean, I've for me for you oh. like things like meditation. Like meditation really works for me. Self help books really work for me, but that's never really um, clicked with you. Like. But I think you're trying to find something to help you find that place 
Like I know you yeah, said I you wanted to, to do dancing to, again. Yeah, I need. To, I think it's not the whole like looking at myself thing because I, I feel like personally, I don't have enough emotion for that. But not in like a I'm a robot of <laughs> way. But you know what I mean. Like I'm not like as um, empathetic as you guys. So I'm just like what I'm feeling is like a direct link to like that's why. So I already like kind of can see where everything is coming from, whatever. Um, so I think for the, those type of journeys, I guess, you know, I'm more like, I need to do this. I need to, you know, go there. I need to, it's more like active real life stuff instead of in my head stuff. Mm. So what I'm saying is I need money to travel if anyone wants to like, <laughs> I'll, I'll set up a Monzo and me link. I don't know. I feel so, I don't know. What? I I don't know. <laughs> what? You just about to say something. I was like, what? What, what are you going to say? Spill the tea. <laughs> no, it's not tea. It's just like, I guess it's just my opinion. You saying like, you need something active and external. I feel like you still always need to do something I would say I don't need to ever look into myself because like, I understand myself 100%. I'm saying that for that process to like ignite, you guys are like, reading something or listening to something that will like ignite it for me it's like doing something and letting my mind get to like a certain state like of relaxation or whatever to then like think of that stuff mm -hmm. that's what i mean okay yeah i think you just have a different stimulus mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah, exactly like mm -hmm. that's what stimulus. Is. yeah i think it's nice that everybody's different so and again i think going back to the fact that you do balance each other because yeah you are slightly more emotional and you're more logical so you know there's always that yin and yang between every relationship. Why does it have to be yin and yang? Why can't it just be like, you know, hot and cold? Why do you have to go to yin and yang, Kieran? <laughs> because there's always the element of, even though you're super logical, there's something small and emotional inside of you that... Okay, you kind of say that one, what well Yeah, you <laughs> didn't say that yeah, one, well I was done. thinking like, you can't, it's not just basic, oh yeah, you're hot and you're cold. Like, it's yeah, not, it doesn't it's work not. like that. It's, it's the balance of, of everything. So, yeah. That's true. Well done for saving that. That actually made a lot of sense. Yeah, it made, yeah. So yeah, you've been watching The Crown. Yeah, it's what, what actually drew you to cool. watch it? I know. Um, well, when the first season came out, I was I didn't like. Why did I watch the first season? I think I watched it because I saw like the trailer. And I was like, this production value looks great. Mm -hmm. I want to watch it. Then it turns out I found out it, it costs like um, was it like seven to fourteen million per episode? What? Yeah, mm. it's like a proper like. Game of Thrones level like production but I guess it has to because it's a period piece yeah. and it's expensive. royal like royal royal locations which are also expensive um, so I watched the first two series because I watched the first series because it looks cool that I kept on watching because the characters the writing and the actors were good like they were good like they made you feel sorry for the royal family and stuff mm -hmm. um, especially like anything to do with ch childhood stories like in the second season he had a story he was basically like bullied at school and like he hated the school so much and he didn't ever want to go and then it was like at the end of the episode it's like text that comes up you know like biopics and it's like charles hated his whole time at the school he's he only ever sent william and harry to eton because like you know it shows effects i think like like why well, you like biopics mm -hmm. the links to real life mm. and then third season Obviously, like, I liked it anyway, so I carried on. But Olivia Commons in it, and she's, like, amazing as the queen. It's so weird to see her. Because as a person in interviews, she seems so fucking weird. 
like she's like a hamster she's very like away with the clouds yeah quite, like like proper yeah, yeah. um and then bon carter who's also an amazing actor and weird but both of them in that are like so reserved and nuanced it's very very it's just a very interesting watch and again there was an episode of charles that was very good and like it made me feel really bad for him like this guy's an idiot but this writing is really good i think just as because this is not like a biography of the royal family you know it's a fictionalized show there's some like they're based on true events and whatever but it's still you know fiction these are characters not the people i think it's really well written you sound like my dad what what do you mean because <laughs> he watched the crown Did as he well the crown? yeah and he Does was he such the a same big thing? similar he's like such a big fan of it like um you mentioned about the production and he was like yeah this is super it, high no, but it just looks amazing because nothing's handheld everything's like on a rig mm. on sticks and it's just like i think the stillness of it adds to like how classy i mean i guess like it would look weird if you're like in buckham palace and it's like on, like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. um i know i just really enjoy what goes into it i think mm. and the stories and the writing because like to make you sympathize with like characters who are super rich and you know have all this power and stuff but you see them as just like you know this kid who's you know struggling to fit in. yeah they're really yeah. humanized which i think i'm not i'm not even a royalist but it's really good it's really well done you just made me sound so basic i just watched netflix the night before christmas which is just about white christmas no Wait, what? Night the, the night before christmas oh did vanessa hudges one yeah <laughs> like this me just thinking oh yeah i'll happily just watch a really cheesy christmas That's film fine. that is yeah but sometimes you need that yeah I, yeah. yeah i still gotta watch it let's know i haven't i haven't got around I really to it liked yet. that i watched oh you watched it yeah yeah i fucking love teen shit like and akina, and akina it. wait akina, what's her name um, anna akana anna akana yeah, yeah she yeah, was in it as yeah, well she's in it she plays oh, a, is it that one? she plays a high school mm. student yeah and it actually represents somewhat of her in real life. And the guy from Spider-Man, the Filipino kids in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So He's funny. He's dope. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people... And what's you name? definitely need stuff like that, though. Like, when you want to watch something easy, you just kick back. I never, like... Um, what's the word? I never put down people for liking that kind of media. Um, really. Were you snobby? Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's a time. There's snobby. a time for. It's just that you're stuff. both, you know, like filmmakers and stuff. So mm. I think people I expect us like... to be snobby about that sort of stuff. Yeah. Bro, trust me, I watch so much teen shit. Like, so maybe that's a stereotype that's been broken. That I didn't for know film, oh, for film students, yeah. Yeah. Film student. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that could make sense. I mean, like I love the like weird arty shit um, in film, but I also can respect you something watch like House. Uh, yeah, Which something like reality TV, TV or like a marvel movie for what it is like i can appreciate that people like that oh yeah i don't know I've done, i don't watch that much marvel stuff yeah you never watch marvel stuff no, do you? I don't, you don't I'm even not, know what marvel I'm not, I'm is not, i'm not into that nerd shit <laughs> okay why have i only just known now <laughs> that you're not into marvel <laughs> no, joking, bro. you know <laughs> um yeah but that's it that's what we have for specials this week um so yeah i guess follow us on our socials Racist Race Pod Instagram, Racist Race underscore pod Twitter, Racist Race on YouTube. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. And don't forget to get some race in your life. <laughs> yes. Wow. Why did <laughs> yeah. I say that? <laughs>
Bye guys. Bye. Maybe we should cut that. You're the second person. <laughs> <laughs>